It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of blindandroidusers.com. Kick back and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Blind Android Users podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Warren Carr, Austin Pinto and Doug Cameron. And this week it's all about Thanksgiving. We celebrated Thanksgiving in the US, of course, uh, this week. And so this is all about giving thanks uh, for the things in Android land we're thankful for. And we have some demonstrations from Warren. So he'll be demonstrating the Inware app. He'll be showing us how to fix a few troublesome things in the Google Assistant, and he'll be demonstrating the Inware app, which will tell you all about your phone's hardware. Well, it was Thanksgiving last week, obviously, and uh, for people in the US. And all I have to say from the UK is you give thanks in the US is you're welcome. You're welcome, Americans. It's great that after that regrettable incident on July the 4th, 1776, you are showing some gratitude at last. And we can we can get over that, can't we? We can move on from 1776. Warren, it was your Thanksgiving. How are you? Glad to be here for Thanksgiving and we give thanks. And like you said, Ed, we are thankful most especially in Android land too, because we have some goodies and all of that. But then going back to 1776, I think the most important thing here is that the red coat was banished. And thank goodness we are thankful, and hence the reason why we give thanks. No, uh, I, Austin. Think, I think you give thanks for what we brought to you. Uh, that 1776 thing is a uh, bit Austin. unfortunate, a bit childish. Austin, how are you? <laughs> I'm absolutely fine. In Mumbai, it's very hot now. There's no winters this year, I think. The weather is just going up and down. So, all things are good. And what's happening in Alberta, Douglas? Um, snow and ice and, you know, all the stuff for with winter that we all hate. So, you know. Austin, do you want some of that snow that we got? I think I'm, going to, fly to, I think I'm going to fly to Alberta now. And you can come to Mumbai. <laughs> yeah, that is the... <laughs> we had our snow on Tuesday night into uh, Wednesday morning. You mean you're not getting any of the rain? We had a lot of rain, you know, um, like the week before. You know, that week was just rained out. It, it was just absolutely crazy. And, and my yard, you know, still has, you know, a bunch of the snow mixed with rain from the previous week. And it, it's just nasty. You don't want to go back there. It's like a <laughs> muddy mix of you know, ice and snow and, you know, uh, rain. It, it's just not a pretty sight. It's cold and wet here as well. It felt to me like it might snow, but we just got squally rain in our faces instead. Yeah. But, you know, we're thankful and we ate a lot of food and all of that. And then, but, you know, the goodness of Thanksgiving, though, is this thing has spilled out to other places, too. You know, everybody enjoys Thanksgiving in one way or the other. And uh, there we are, you know, Black Friday. 
Yeah, lots of Black Friday sales, uh, all sorts of things discounted in Android land. Uh, I'm sure in the sure in the uh, other jurisdictions as well as the UK. I noticed that the one of the real Mi phones had 40% off. I think the S21 Ultra has 20% off. All sorts of all sorts of little things to go and look at in the Black Friday sales. And the flippy boy, you know, I'm talking about a Galaxy. Oh, yes, the Foldy McFlip face. Yeah, yeah that the has flippy boy. Off, I think. <laughs> the flippy boy, I think, is down to like $850 or something like that. So if you've been wanting to get that flipper flip, uh, probably this may be the time to get that flipper. I think that's right. So why don't we why don't we all give thanks for something in Android land in this little little Thanksgiving segment? Warren, what 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 are you thankful for? Let's see. There are so many things to be thankful for in Android land. For example, I am thankful especially that now I have Android 12. Of course, you know, going back to last month when we had Android 12 drop on us. And I am also thankful for uh, a talkback. And I am thankful for the thing that I'll be demonstrating later on, and that's the fixing of the assistant. If you're having some problems with your assistant, wherein the assistant is neither either chiming for you when you want it to, or when you try to say the magic word, and for some example, it is not giving you that um, result because your screen is unlocked, and only would do so if your screen is shut off. So those are some of the things that we're thankful for, but most especially the fact that we can have this uh, OS even on phones that are very cheap. I think it was yesterday or the day before, I'm not sure when that was, that I posted on our email forum that Samsung A02S from Walmart I think that thing is going for $40, you know, something you could get for your kid or whatever. And that's a prepaid phone from AT&T. And then there's the one from TrackPhone, A03 from Samsung for 99 bucks. This used to be 200 and whatever. So a lot of thankfulness going on. And so for Android, you don't have to break the bank or go stealing or robbing Paul to pay Peter in order to get a phone. So... I am thankful that in Android, we can actually get to experience some phone goodness, whether I have uh, less than $100 or I have over $1,000 to burn. So that thankfulness is there, and I'm most thankful for that. Yeah, how about everyone else? Austin, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for CSR because it gives us an alternative screen reader to talk back and there are choices on Android. If you don't want to talk back, you can use CSR. I'm also thankful to the custom ROM developers community who make ROMs as fast as possible whenever a new Android version releases. And I'm also for, thankful for the development of technology that we have. First, we used to have a phone with 256 MB or 512 MB of storage. And now we can even go to 1 TB of storage. So that is really amazing development in the past 11 years. And let's face it, one of the other reasons to be thankful for CSR is it's another thing we can tease Warren about, isn't it? Yeah, it's another thing that we can tease Warren about and have a fight. I think Warren's mystery desk is going to be filled up 
because of black friday and cyber monday warren anything is coming there <laughs> well you know it, it isn't isn't it something though that you know <laughs> everybody's trying to throw this csr in my face but you know i kept saying though frankly I, and i'm very thankful that we have csr and that's the goodness of android like austin says something to be thankful for uh if you do not like talkback for some reason at least we have another uh screen reader there and which is supportive of just about every phone out there except that some of those multi finger gestures as we have in talkback would only work if you have android 11 or higher so i am thankful that we have something like that and that I've always said that I wish we had not only two but four or five different screen readers on Android and it would have been the case if the likes of Spiel and the Shine Pluses have not gone the way of the dodo or else we would have actually had four screen readers just imagine having four screen readers on your phone and choosing each one at will just as you will i think that would be a wonderful thing and i wish we have those two but when it's all said and done i am absolutely thankful that we have at least two screen readers on android and like you said austin i like the fact that now we have big storages because it's been very I've been the crybaby about this because I am the app junkie, like to install both lots of apps. And so when I have only a 128 gig or miserable 64 gig phone, I mean that's so puny. I don't even want to think about it. But now we have even in Google. Google has been very stingy. Google, I'm looking at you. You finally have come around, but 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 that 512 gig Pixel 6 Pro that I'm still waiting on is not here yet. So, hmm, what's going on there? Yeah, mystery. I'm also thankful for the Pixel phones because of which we can fight with Warren on every episode. And we can think of other names for them like Fisher Price. Uh, and that's that's all from that knucklehead yeah. uh call uh, Ed. You know, <laughs> jealous head. <laughs> They're not a hardware company, though, are they? Bless them. <laughs> they do what they oh do very gosh. well. If they stuck stuck to their core mission, which is not hardware. <laughs> well, we all know that they clearly don't use Gorilla Glass in their screens. <laughs> well, the uh, what about you? The Pixel Six oh. though has uh, the. Um, the uh, victus you know on both sides i mean 6 pro rather the 6 only has it in front but not the back so it protects the front door but not the back door hey oh yeah because you know you can throw some things out the back door you don't want a neighbor to see you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> excellent dog what are you thankful for in android land Well, I'm going to be the odd one out here, but I definitely say um functional smartwatches. Got a lot of options, a lot of decent pricing, and you know, even though there's a vast majority that still run the Wear OS 2, they all still work. So, yeah, it's true and you've you've dabbled in the smartwatch market, haven't you, Aaron? You know, it's nice that you brought that subject up, uh, Doc, because absolutely, uh, you, you, and again, it goes back to that you don't have to break the bank. If you don't want to spend too much money 
um, you don't want to spend three hundred or four hundred dollars on a watch. You could get something like the um, the uh, what's that thing? The tick uh, the, the tick watch is the, the E three, which is a very uh, a uh, capable watch, and I I saw that thing this Black Friday for one hundred forty dollars. That's a steal, and so uh, we have all those options out there. And if you don't want to get that, you could get an older version, which is not running. Um, we're forty one hundred, and so we are thankful that we have those opportunities out there, especially in the watch land, and you know meeting all price points whether you want something that's $6,000 from the Michael Kors and, and all of that, you know, I don't know. Why would I be putting a $6,000, you know, <laughs> $6,000 on a watch? I don't know. But anyways, there, you know, so that's that's the beauty of Android. Like we said, you know, if you want something for $40 or you want something for $1,000 or whatever, it is there to meet all needs. And so we are indeed thankful for that and people who want to experience the smartwatches could just go out there and get one of those things and call it good. Exactly. And now, as of last week, the added bonus is Google has finally released some apps like YouTube Music to the uh, Wear 2.0 version watches. That's right, because, um, you know, when Samsung came up with the... uh, Wear OS three, yeah, they kind of hogtied everything, <laughs> and now uh, those things are being rolled out to other Wear OS uh, powered devices. And next year, though, I think we're going to see a lot of adoption of the Wear OS three. So, especially watches that were released in the fall that you know come running Wear OS two, the fossils and all of those guys will be able to upgrade even uh, the. Mop Void guys, and I think the Mop Void guys should have been given the first preference because you know what? They are the ones that have been keeping Android Wear OS running, and I'm surprised that they didn't they didn't get that first place. Instead, it went to Samsung, but we're thankful for everything. We are to be thankful, well, right? Any Mop Voids that are running the Wear 4100 will be getting uh, Wear OS 3 probably starting anywhere from July onwards. I wish it could have been sooner, though. That's kind of... It would be nice, but, yeah. you know... I mean, let's say maybe in the spring, you know, sometime by Google I.O. or something in uh, somewhere in there, I think that would have been perfect. But, of course, it would you know, be. all the logistics. Yep. I think I think for me, I'm I'm thankful for just some of the convenience and the, the, the apps that you have. So... You know, you can you can check blood sugar using a phone without having to prick your finger anymore. You can have you know your sports score apps with some pretty custom notifications set, and just just the whole the whole range of convenience. All that stuff's on the internet, obviously, but having the app as the front end rather than having to do everything via Chrome, I think is good. I always think it's good that Android will. I don't, I don't use them particularly, but it will let you have devices that have been customized for seniors so you know i think a real sam in your pocket 
just launched in the states not so long ago which has the um you know it's it's a media device uh i think it connects to be my eyes as well you know a one button operation uh modified samsung x cover you know you get yeah yeah synaptic type software which is meant to wall garden your android phone a little bit for those folks who can't cope with the with the screen reader uh and you know just different different devices we demonstrated the braille sense 6 uh and other ways to access the android device if you're not that happy with, with touch screen doing that so i think it's great it offers that Indeed, Ed. Um, so thankful that we could use Android on Braille devices, especially uh, Braille displays that usually used to be something that was proprietary. And now we have the access to Android on those things, modernizing that uh, device. So I'm so thankful that we have that. Yes, they're expensive. Um, however, we kind of been noticing a little bit of a price drop in those things. Uh, it used to be those things maybe six thousand, seven thousand dollars, and nowadays you probably could find them for four thousand plus dollars. It's still very expensive, and I would rather want to see things like that right down in uh, around five hundred dollars or three hundred dollars. That would absolutely be the sweet spot. But that's what's going on. But I thank God that you know we do have access to Android on that. So if someone doesn't like the touch screen, for example, and is struggling. And we have a lot of people that struggle with the touch screen. Uh, let's not even, uh, you know, <laughs> downplay that. There are a lot of people out there that still have problems with the touch screen. But so when they have something of this nature, they are not only having a good time using their Braille device, but also in the same breath, experiencing Android. So I think uh, this is something that we absolutely are thankful for. And I am, of course, thankful that proper hardware companies make phones and we're not reliant on awful, awful pixels. That's right. And and, and that's the goodness about Android, though, because if you, you could get one good hardware or you could get a cheapy plastic, all that your money dictates, that's what you go for. And again, that goes back to that choice and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, definitely. I think we're going to turn now to some of Warren's demos. Uh, and first of all, Warren is going to show us uh, the Inware app. This is demonstrating Inware, I-N-W-A-R-E. Inware is an app that tells you information about your phone. In other words, if you want to know what your phone is comprised of or composed of, Inware will give you all of that information. I particularly like Inware because it is ad-free and has a very clean UI. I will be demonstrating Inware on an older device in the way of the Pixel XL from 2016. This is running Android 10 with TalkBack 12.1. In the way of TTS Engine, I'll be using the Sophie voice from the defunct Speak TTS. I am on my home screen and now navigating to find my icon for the app called Inware. Inware. There is Inware and I'll tap. Inware. Settings. Upon tapping on Inware, we are placed directly on the Settings button found near the top right corner of the device. 
Below that are two rows or columns, and there are a total of four of these. So there's a left and right, left and right. I'll take you through what we have. The first item on the left. System, row one, column one, in grid, four rows, two columns. We have system, and to the right of that. Device, column two. Now below, system. Hardware, row two. Column 1. To the right. Memory. Column 2. That is memory. Now below. Camera. Row 3. Column Camera. 1. Camera. And to the right. Network. Column 2. Network. Let's scroll up. Below camera we have. Connectivity. Row 4. Column 1. And to the right of that. Battery. Column 2. And that's the last item. Before we go into some of these items, let's first go to the settings and see what we have in the settings. I will now navigate my way to the top right corner, find the settings button and tap on it. Settings out of grid. Navigate up button. Tapping on settings, here are the items that we find. General, security, clipboard and units, one of five, and list, five items. We have a total of five items in the settings, and the first one is security and clipboard. I will now tap here on the first item. Security, one of two, and list, two items. So under security, we've got... Block screen capture, prevent the capture of screen content, off, switch, two of two. So you could turn that on or leave it off, it's up to you. Next. Clipboard, one of three, and list, three items. Under clipboard, we've got long press to copy, copy items values by long pressing them, on, switch, two of three. In other words, if I want to copy the battery information, for example, as we saw in the menu I, all I needed to do is long press on the icon that says battery and it'll copy the information for that battery. Next. Copy values with labels, include values labels when copying, on, switch. Three of three. In other words, if this is on as it is on right now and I long press on that battery, for example, it would not only copy the information about the battery, but also copy the label as battery. I will now go back to the settings. Navigation button. Below security and clipboard, we've got Inware, appearance, dark mode and colors, two of five, and list, five items. We've got appearance. In other words, if you want to change it to light color or dark color or gray color, whatever color it is that you prefer, this is where you go to change that appearance. Next, we have experimental unreleased features, maybe unstable, three of five. We have something here called experimental and maybe unstable. I'll tap here, see what that is all about. Navigate up button out of list. Here's what we've got in the experimental area. Experimental. Battery, one of two. And list, two items. So we've got battery, and here's what it is that is experimental. Detect battery capacity. May lead to unexpected behavior. Off, switch, two of two. By default, this is turned off. In other words, if I leave this off, I will not know what the capacity of my battery is. In other words, I wouldn't know whether it's 3000 milliamp or whatever it is. So I will turn this on. 
on. Let's go back to the settings. Navigation box. The next item below the experimental one will be Modules. Manage downloadable modules. Four of five. Modules, and that's where we can go in and see if the developer has any modules that we can add to improve or enhance the usage of this app. I'll tab here and see what we have. Navigate up button out of list. Tapping on the modules, here's what we've got. Modules. Installed. One of two. And list. Two items. Under installed, that is installed modules, we've got No modules installed. Two of two. No modules installed. Let's keep going. Available. One of two. And list. Two items. That is available modules. And below that, let's see what we have available. Media DRM. Two of two. We have the media DRM, and that's all we have. Now to the right of that, we have a button that says Action button, button. We have a button here that says Action button, button. Now we could choose to label this button because tapping on this button installs a module and also uninstall an installed module. In other words, tapping on this will install a module and after the module is installed, if I tap on it again, it will uninstall that module. So this button should have been labeled like install slash uninstall. And by the way, the button is labelable, if that is a word, yeah, labelable. And so I could invoke my talkback menu now that I'm sitting on this button to go add a label and call it install slash uninstall. Let's go ahead and label that, shall we? I will now draw a line down with one finger and curve to the right to bring up the talkback menu so I can find and tap on the add label. Talkback menu. Add label, one of nine, and list, nine items. We are on add label, and I tap here to add label. Showing English, US, QWERTY, keyboard. And I'm going to dictate install slash uninstall. Word. Voice input. Install slash uninstall. And. Let's see what I got. Add label. Editing. Install slash uninstall. Edit box. Label text. Now I'm below that install slash uninstall, which is the edit field, is an OK button. OK. Keyboard hidden. Inware. Install slash uninstall. All right, I'll now tap here to install that media DRM. Inware. Successfully installed. Out of list. I am told that it has been successfully installed. Now, if I put my finger up near the top. Installed. One of two. And list. And now under installed, we've got. Media DRM. Two of two. And. Install slash uninstall. Button. That will uninstall it. Available, one of two, and list, two items. Now, below the available. No modules available, two of two. No modules available, because that was the only module that we have available. Now, if I tap on that install slash uninstall, of course it will uninstall it, but I'm going to tap on the back button. Navigation. 
Let's see now what the last item here, because this was the fourth item, which is the modules. And now the last item in the list in the settings will be the Inware, About, Contributors, Support, and Change Logs, 5 of 5, and List, 5 Items. And that's the last item. I will now Navigation tap on the bar. back. I am back in the main UI, and now let's take a look at maybe a couple items. I want to take a look at the system, for example. Inware, System. Navigate up button. Tapping on system, here's what we've got. OS, 1 of 20, and list. Android version, Android 10, 2 of 20. Released with, Nugle 7.1.1, 3 of 20. Minimum target SDK, 23, 4 of 20. Google Play System Update, the 1st of November 2021 Q31121, language, English, security patch, October 6th, build number, QP1A, build ID, QP, board, Marlin, 10 of 20, hardware, Marlin, 11 of 20, kernel version, 3.8. And you can go on and on, I'm going to tap on the back button. Back. Now let's take a look at... Inware, device, row one, column two, navigate. And under device, we've got basics, one of five, brand, Google, two of five, manufacturer, Google, three of five, product, Marlin, four of five, model, Pixel XL, five of five, display number one, one of ten, and name, built-in screen. And on and on it goes. I'm going to go back. Let's scroll down. Inware, connectivity, row four, column one, battery, column two. Let's take a look at battery. Navigate up, button, out of grid. And under battery, here's what we've got. Basics, one of ten, and health, good, two of ten. Status, discharging, three of ten. Level, 47%, four of ten. Current, minus 970 ma, five of ten. Power, not charging, 6 of 10. Voltage, 3.777V, 7 of 10. Capacity, 3450 ma, 8 of 10. Temperature, 33.0 degrees Celsius, 9 of 10. Technology, Leon, 10 of 10. And that's what we have in the way of the battery. Navigation bar. I tapped on the back. And that's how you go about managing or discovering what your system has using Inware, I-N-W-A-R-E. Now that's a really useful app, I think, for finding out things about your phone, uh, what processor it's running, all the, all the hardware specs. I think, it's a, I think it's a great app. Are there other apps that do that one, or is Inware the main one? You know, there are other apps that do that, and... Um, if you're familiar with the uh, skit guy, um, uh, what's his name? Somebody pop off. Uh, I don't remember his name. Recon. Uh, the guy that has the skit app, S-K-I-T, he has one that is absolutely beautiful, um, a little bit more in-depth than uh, Inware, but I like Inware's simplistic uh, approach and all of that. But frankly... Um, another good one would be the one from that guy that wrote the Skip app. And if one wants it, I think he's probably selling that thing now for maybe 99, uh, 99 cents, $1. 
Uh, so if you just search for the word skit, S-K-I-T, and see who the uh, developer is, you click on that developer and you're going to find his app that has to do with that. I think it's called uh, Castro. So if you think of Castro, <laughs> that's the name of the app. Uh, you could just search for Castro, but I think it's probably better off to just uh, search for Skit and then click on the name of the developer of Skit. And therein you'll see uh, Castro as one of his apps. And if you're lucky, boys and girls, and I don't get too drunk and forget, I might even do the job for you and put it in the show notes. How about that? Oh, there you go. I, I think I'll find the URL and shoot it out to you so that someone wants to. You don't trust me, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm going to have too many beers? Warren's heard the, the, the somewhat questionable offer I just put out, and he said, uh, <laughs> Well, uh, you, were, you are throwing in some drinks in there, so I wasn't sure, you know, <laughs> we could be waiting. <laughs> Look, I drive really well when I'm drunk. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I trust you, bro. You will get that baby in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, we shall. We shall go. We shall go hunting for that. Um, but yeah, uh, good. Good to tell you all sorts of information about your phone uh, if you're interested. Those sorts of apps. And now we turn to the Google Assistant, and there have been a few issues flagged on the mailing list in particular of late about the chime disappearing and perhaps the audible feedback from the assistant uh, not being what you want. So uh, Warren is going to show you how to fix both of those things. And now here's a demonstration of that buggy assistant. The Google Assistant. The Google Assistant is an important part of the Android experience. With the Google Assistant, we could do things like send text messages, check for weather, control home devices, and so forth. Good as the Assistant is, sometimes it can be a little bit funky. In other words, there are times that it doesn't behave the way that we would like it to. Prime examples are a couple things that I'm going to be talking about, and that has to do with the chime or the Google Assistant failing to verbalize results for what we just asked. I'll be showing you how these things are and how you can go about fixing those things until Google fix them, most especially the one that has to do with the chime. The word on the street is that a lot of sighted people don't want to hear the chime, and as a result of that, Google by default turn off the chime. Therefore, for example, a blind person finds it difficult to know when the mic is listening or when it isn't, because of the absence of the chime. I will show you how to go about enabling the chime. I will now invoke my assistant. What's the weather in LA? As you could hear, there was nothing that comes through. However, my results are being displayed on the screen, and that's the second problem that we'll be talking about. If I put my finger down, for example. Currently, 78 degrees Fahrenheit, sunny, high, 79 degrees low, 49 degrees, precip, 0%. So we are told that it's currently 78 degrees Fahrenheit in Los Angeles. However, this wasn't verbalized. 
Now, before we go to fixing that problem, let's go ahead now and fix the problem of making it chime to indicate when it is listening and when the microphone has closed. For that, I'm going to tap on the Google Assistant menu found near the top, just about two inches from the top. Google Assistant menu. Assistant setting. And by the way, for today's demonstration, I am using the Heather voice from the Acapella group. I am now in the menu of the Google Assistant. What we're looking for here is to scroll down and find an item that says accessibility. I will now scroll down and that's putting my two fingers in the middle of the phone and roll it up and that scrolls downwards. Accessibility, support for vision, hearing, motor, and cognitive impairments. There is our accessibility. I will now tap here. Assistant settings. Accessibility. Web view, audit list. I am now in the accessibility settings of the Google Assistant. There are a couple items here. The first one is the one that talks about opening the mic, and the second one talks about closing the mic. Mic open notification switch. Enlist item one of zero. And the second one? Mic close notification switch. Enlist item one of zero. So, we are told that there's a switch, but we're not told whether it is on or it is off, and that's the bug. In order to turn these things on, it requires that one temporarily disable talkback. In other words, unload talkback or suspend talkback. But before you do that, though, you want to make sure that you know where these things are located on the screen. They are near the top, like past the middle, toward the top. And so the first one is there, and then the second one is there. What I'm going to do now is unload my talkback by holding down the two volume keys, and then tap around that area, and hopefully I would have turned on the switch. I will now unload talkback by holding down the two volume keys. Talkback off. Talkback reports that Talkback is off. I will now put my finger, tap, and then move my finger down and tap. I'll tap again. Now I'm hoping that I probably have them done. So I'm going to bring back Talkback. Talkback on. Now I will go ahead and close out of here and ask the assistant. So I'll now navigate home. Pixel launcher. I'll double tap on the back of my phone. Weather in Los Angeles. Great. So I managed to enable the chime. Currently 78. Degrees Fahrenheit. The next thing that we would like to fix here is the verbalization of my results. In other words, I do not want to touch my screen to find out what the temperature is in Los Angeles. I would rather want it verbalized. And that's what we need to fix. 
I do, however, want to mention here in passing that in its current state, if my screen were off, in other words, if I have my screen shut off and I use the magic word and ask for that particular question or whatever question it is, my result would be verbalized. But when my screen is on and whether I tap the back of my phone or use the magic word, the result is not verbalized. I'll show you what I'm talking about. I will now exit out of Assistant, shut off my screen, and use the magic word, hoping that my speaker on the other side of the room is not triggered. Hey, Google. Weather in Los Angeles. It's 78 and sunny. Today, it'll be sunny, with a high of 79 and a low of 49. There you go. I had to speak softly so my assistant speaker on the other side of the room does not respond to it. Now that we know it works when the screen is shut off, but doesn't work when the screen is on, I now need to find a way of fixing that. And the way we go about fixing that is going back to the assistant menu. I will now invoke the assistant so I have the assistant pop up on my screen. Weather in New York, New York. Currently, 38 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, I will now find and tap on that assistant menu near the top right, just below the top part of the screen. Google Assistant menu. Assistant settings. Edit box. Search settings. Search settings. Audit list. And by the way, instead of scrolling, if you like, you could simply search for what you are looking for. So in other words, instead of us scrolling down and find what we're looking for, in this case, it's going to be the assistant voice is what we're after. We could simply type the word voice here, and I'm sure it'll pop up the assistant voice from the search result. I will tap here to search for voice. Search settings. Edit box. I will now tap in the word voice or simply V-O and see the results that we got. Board. V. Victor. V. P. Pop O. O. Showing items 1 to 6 of 7. We have 6 items. Let's narrow it down by putting in letter I. 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 Showing items 1 to 6 of 6. We have 6. How about we narrow it down more? C. Charlie, C. Okay, let's see. Assistant settings, assistant voice, how your assistant will sound, in list. That's the one we're after. Keyboard hidden, assistant settings, navigate up, button, audit list. Tapping on the assistant voice, how my assistant will sound. Might not be available on some of your devices based on your assistant language setting. Speech output. So we need to scroll to the bottom of the phone. And what we're looking for here is the last item simply called phone. Phone. Brief. We are told phone followed by the word brief. In other words, my responses are supposed to be brief. However, those responses are not verbalized. Therefore, let's go ahead, tap here, and change that over to full. 
Now, there are times that your device may even be on full, and I've seen it on several of my devices, where the default was full, but for some reason it still will not work. And therefore, in such a case, you need to switch to something like brief or none, and then go back in after you clear out of here, and then come back and go switch it back to full, and then it would work. Let's go ahead and tap here now. Assistant settings. Navigate up button. So tapping here, we've got three radio buttons. We've got none, brief, and full. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Choose how conversational your assistant will be. I just realized that my TTS engine's a little bit too fast. And now I'm going to use my up-down scrubbing movement with one finger to find the granularity that talks about speech rate. Characters. Spoken language. Speech rate. There is my speech rate. And I'll now swipe down with one finger. Speech rate 90%. Speech rate 82%. Speech rate 75%. Great. Let's leave it at 75%. Now, back to what I was trying to do. Choose how conversational your assistant will be. Choose how conversational your assistant would be. And our options are... Full, radio button, not selected, one of three, enlist, three items. Full. There is the full, or... Brief, radio button, selected, two of three, brief. And the last one? None, unless hands-free, radio button, not selected, three of three, none, unless hands-free. This means that nothing would be spoken unless you have something like a Bluetooth headset or connected to a Bluetooth speaker. In this case, we want to choose the first one, which is full, instead of the brief. Brief. Full. Radio button. Selected. I have selected the full. Now, let's go ahead now and exit out of here by navigating our way back home. Pixel launcher. Fit. I am now back home and my screen is still on. I have not shut my screen off. I will now simply double tap the back of my phone and ask it the same question that I asked earlier. Weather in Los Angeles. It's 78 and sunny. Today, it'll be sunny with a high of 79 and a low of 49. I would love to be out there doing some barbecue instead of the 35 degrees that we have in my area. And that's how you go about fixing those two issues found on the Google Assistant. What, what I think is really funny about the Google Assistant is that they do seem to manage to break it occasionally, but however badly they break it, it's still way better than Siri. You know, I, and I don't know why Google keeps doing this. You know, one moment, it works absolutely beautiful. And the one that I'm still waiting for is the one that has to do with, you know, text messages. You're trying to send a text message. And it used to be that, you know, it will, hey, here's what your text says. Do you want to send it? And, you know, it does do that for me occasionally. But other times, as soon as I finish dictating, it will say message sent. Doesn't even give me that opportunity to review, <laughs> review what I got. And so I would love to see that 
uh, back again or be consistent. But this is something that keeps happening now and then. You know, one moment is there, the next moment is gone. Uh, so it's like little kids are uh, playing hide and seek somewhere in a cornfield. Yeah, I can't remember who told me this. It might even have been you. So if I'm telling you something you sent to the list, then I'm sorry. But I heard that one of the ways to fix that, and, and, and it, will, it will work if the screen is either locked or unlocked, yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, but I think now though that with the uh, if one sets it to the full, it, it should be able to work. And you know, I I'm not sure if I I'm gonna I'm gonna test something here. Send a text message. Who do you want to text? Gary Melkanian. Sure. What's the message? Hey, Duckhead, what's going on? This is Warren and sending you a quick message, period. Hi, God. Headed Duckhead, what's going on? This is Warren and sending you a quick message. Ready to send it? Change it. What's the new message? Hey, Gary. I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to you, period. Hi, God. Hey, Jerry. I just wanted to say Happy Thanksgiving to you. Ready to send it? Change it. What's the new message? Hello, bro, comma. I just want to say Happy Thanksgiving to you, period. Hi, God. Hello, bro. I just want to say Happy Thanksgiving to you. Ready to send it? Send it. Sending your message. Now, that's what I'm talking about. You know, when it works, it works absolutely beautifully. And other times when it doesn't, as soon as you finish dictating your message, it says message sent. As you could see, I said the word Gary and it said Jerry. You know, if I I didn't have that opportunity to hear it, read it back to me, it would have sent a message to my friend Gary addressing him as Jerry. And he probably would be thinking that, oh, probably I broke a bottle of uh, vodka or some crazy stuff like that, which I don't even drink. So that's what I'm talking about. So, But I think that that problem, though, um, is something that comes and goes, but probably it's now been fixed for good. I hope it stays that way. Yeah, I hope it does too. Well, one of the other annoying things I found about it's not just the Google Assistant, to be fair, it's all of them. Does anyone play music using their assistant, like off Spotify or uh, similar services? I don't subscribe to any musical stuff. Um, I think the only one that I have, of course, is the free uh, YouTube, uh, whatever, and I could always ask that assistant to play something from youtube but of course not being a subscriber would always uh play something else but if i do it on the phone for example it will play exactly what i'm asking for but if i ask the google home speaker to play something from youtube because i'm not a subscriber you will play some radio relating to that music what what really annoys me is like obviously some some songs are performed multiple times so you might get 
uh, you know, especially someone like Bob Dylan, they might have recorded it in the 60s. He might have done it live. He might have done it on a later album or a later live session. And so you ask it to play the song and it won't play the version you want. And, and there doesn't seem to be a ready way to go, yeah, that's the right song, but I don't want that version. Go next. Because if you go next, it'll play the next thing it's queued up to recommend rather than what a phone would do uh, textually, which is play the next in the search results. And I wish they would make that better. Like I said, I don't think it's a Google Assistant thing particularly, but it's a it's a problem of all the AIs. You know, Alexa does it as well. And it's I just wish they would fix it or give you a way to say, I do want that track. I just don't want that version of it. And the next thing doing actually what next ought to do in that situation. How about if you try something like play the studio version or the studio recording of a particular song instead of just saying, hey, I want you to play uh, who goes there or some crazy yeah. tune like that. So, so what I've sometimes tried to do is append the album name to it. Uh, but that tends more often than not just to confuse it and it might play the entire album uh, <laughs> rather than do what I want. Um, it's kind of, I don't know, maybe, maybe listeners have found a way around this. I haven't particularly asked on any forums. It's just something you sort of accept and then you get your phone out and you get it to play it on the speaker because Spotify can cast. Uh, so it's like, I can't be bothered to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I can see where they're coming from though because... If I ask, for example, you know, say, hey, play When You Are Gone by Jim Reeves, for example. And if he has a live recording that he did, for example, it may be that that one probably has the most plays on the YouTube. And so it would be that one that would be uh, first yeah. uh, to be played. I, I don't, I don't mind them getting the it reasoning. wrong. I think that's yeah. the reasoning behind that whole mess. I'm sure. I mean, they, they don't know which one I want, really. So I'm, I'm happy they get it wrong. What I do, what I do want to be able to do though, is go, no, not that one, <laughs> yeah. and have it play something different. <laughs> and now we conclude with the next in our highlights from Talkback series. Hi, and a happy Thanksgiving to you if you live here in the United States of America and are celebrating Thanksgiving on this weekend of November the twenty sixth, twenty twenty one. As I continue in my theme of highlights from Talkback, I now come to the 15th installment. In our 14th installment, we talked about how to go about editing text using the multi-finger gestures. Today, however, I'll be demonstrating this editing feature using the traditional method. In other words, I'll be using the one single finger to do the editing. To be sure that I'm not doing this on a phone that supports multi-finger gestures, I'd like to mention here in passing that I am doing this on my first-generation Pixel, and that's the Pixel XL introduced in 2016 running Android 10. Today's voice is brought to us by the voice of Sophie from the defunct Speak TTS. I am on my home screen now and I'll navigate my way to the word processing folder and find and launch the keep notes. I will now put my finger down, find and tap on word processing folder. Folder. Word processing. I will now double tap to open word processing folder. Page one of one. Folder opened three by three. The next thing I'm looking for is keep notes. Keep notes. 
keep notes. Search your notes. Edit box. I am now in my keep notes. At the bottom right corner is the new text note, and that's what I'm looking for. I will now put my finger near the bottom right corner of my phone, find and tap on new text note. New text note button. Note opened. Note edit box for note body and list. Showing English, U.S. QWERTY keyboard. Upon tapping on new note, we are directly placed in the body of the note. In other words, it skips the title and places us directly where we could type our note. If you want to put the title, of course, then you have to move above that and type in the title. But right now, the active field is the body of the note. I'm going to be using the voice dictation. In other words, I'm utilizing the voice dictation on the keyboard to dictate a few lines. I will now put my finger down, find and tap on the voice input. Here I go. Voice input. Hello, and thanks to listening to the Blind Android Users Podcast, period, new paragraph. I would like to thank you all for taking your time to listen to us on this beautiful weekend of Thanksgiving here in the United States of America, period. Again, we appreciate you for listening to us, period. Sticker keyboard. I finished my dictation, double tap to stop the voice dictation. In other words, I double tap to close the microphone from listening. I will now put my finger down to see if I have what I dictated captured. And if not, if there are any errors, then we'll need to correct. And that's where the editing will come in. I will now put my finger down. Keep notes, editing, hello and thanks to listening to the Blind Android Users Podcast. I would like to thank you all for taking your time to listen to us on this beautiful weekend with Thanksgiving here in the United States of America. Again, we appreciate you for listening to us. Edit box, note for note body, and list. And there is my dictation. Now, for example, if I want to change the word hello to say the word hi, for example, what I would like to do before I invoke the editing feature or the selection mode or whatever and all of that, I would like to first navigate to where that word is. So I will now navigate by either paragraph or by line. I do not want to navigate word by word because that's going to take a long time to get to the word hello. So I will now put my finger down and do the gesture for switching granularity. This is what I call the scrubbing movement. In other words, I put my finger down and swipe up and down in one fluid movement to switch through or circle through the granularities. For example, if I put my finger down and scrub up and down, Accessibility volume. Doing that says accessibility volume. I'll do that up-down scrub again. I will keep that up-down scrubbing movement till I hear it says paragraphs or lines. So here I go. Scroll. Speech rate. Windows. Links. Controls. Headings. Paragraphs. And there is my paragraph. I will leave it on paragraphs and now... Instead of doing an up and down scrubbing movement, 
I will simply swipe up with one finger to go from paragraph to paragraph. Here I go. I would like to thank you all for taking your time to listen to us on this beautiful weekend with Thanksgiving here in the United States of America. Again, we appreciate you for listening to us. I will swipe again because that is not the paragraph that has the word hello. Hello and thanks to listening to the Blind Android Users Podcast. Beginning of Field I am told that I am at the beginning of the field of this paragraph. What I will do now, though, is switch my granularity to the word granularity. And again, using that up-down scrubbing movement, I will do that one-finger up-and-down scrubbing movement. Lines. I did that, and it says lines, and I wanted words. So I'll do it one more time. Words. I am on the granularity of words. I will now swipe down with one finger because I am now at the beginning of the word hello. I'll swipe down and you'll see what I mean. Hello. Swiping down with one finger says the word hello. And that means that my cursor is behind the letter O in the word hello. To prove that, I will switch to the character granularity by doing an up-down scrubbing movement to place me in the character mode. And I'll swipe up with one finger and you'll hear later O. Here I go. Characters. Now swipe up with one finger. O. Oscar. There's later O. Now I'm going to go swipe back down again. O. Oscar. So I am at the end of that word hello. Now, we could either just hit the space bar here and delete one character at a time till we have deleted letter E, or we could simply go into the editing mode and go choose the selection mode. And the latter is what I'm going to do. I will now swipe down and curve to the right with one finger to activate the talkback menu. And by the way, whether you're using a modern phone like the Pixel 6 or using an older device like the Pixel 1 that I'm using, that drawing of a line and curving to the right still works in invoking talkback menu. I will now swipe down with one finger and curve to the right to invoke the talkback menu. Talkback menu. Editing options, one of nine, and list, nine items. Swiping down and curving to the right tells me I am sitting on editing options. And that's exactly what we want. I will now tap anywhere on the face of the phone to activate that menu that says editing options. Upon tapping on that editing options, we have items that pop up. And here are the items that we find as a result of that. Editing options. Move cursor to beginning, one of four, and list, four items. We have moved cursor to the beginning, so in other words, if I did not move to the beginning of this node that I had, I could simply have tapped on this and moved me to the beginning. Or, if I want to move to the end of the document, I could choose the next item. Move cursor to end. Two of four. Move cursor to end. The next item here is... Select all. Three of four. Select all. 
I could tap on the select all if I wanted to highlight everything that I have dictated so far and want to simply select all and then hit the delete key to get rid of it. Or in this case, what I'm looking for is the one that says start selection mode. And so I'll now move my finger down and get to the last item here, which is selection mode. Start or end selection mode, four of four. We have the start or end selection mode. In other words, tapping on this will activate the selection mode. And if I were in a selection mode and I come back here to the talkback menu and tap on the editing options again, I could tap here to end the selection mode if the selection mode were already active. Now that it's not active, I will tap here to activate that selection mode. Editing. Selection mode on. Hello and thanks to listening to the blind. So we're told that selection mode is now active. So here I could switch to whatever granularity that I want to move by. Either I want to move my selection by character or move my selection by word, for example. It is totally up to me. So now I'm going to switch to the word granularity. Words. So I'm now on words. If I swipe up with one finger. Hello. Selected. I am told that the word hello is selected. And here I could either copy, cut, delete, or whatever I want to do with it. For example, let's say I want to copy this word hello or cut it and put it at the end of my dictation, that is, at the end of what I dictated. What we will need to do here, however, is invoke the talkback menu again by swiping down and curving to the right, which I'm going to do right now. Talkback menu actions, one of ten. Upon doing the swipe down and curving to the right, we are now in the talkback menu. And as you can hear, we have an additional item here. This time is called actions. But along with actions, we have other items. Editing options. Two of ten. Editing, options. editing options. Now, the actions is not what we're looking for. What we're looking for is the editing options. Tapping on the actions would simply take us to things like share, translate, and all of that, or read with some other app. But that's not what we want. We want the item that says editing options. Actions. So I'll now tap on Editing options. Editing options. Two of editing. Hello and Tapping on editing options. Here are the items that we find. Editing options. Out of list. Move cursor to beginning. Move cursor to end. Cut. Three of six. Copy. Four of six. Select all. Five of six. End selection mode. Six of six. Those are the items that we have when we tap on editing options. I would like to cut the word hello. Select all. Copy. Cut. Three of six. Tap here to cut. C cut. Hello. Editing. Instead. And we hear that in a different voice say that we cut the word hello. And I am now back on the main body of the note. If I put my finger down. Editing. And thanks to listening to the blind Android users podcast. As you can hear, the word hello is gone and all we have left is and thanks to listening to the Blind Android Users Podcast. 
Now I'm going to go to the end of my dictation. In other words, I'm going to navigate my way to the end of this dictation that is the body of the message. And I could either uh, use my granularity and move either by paragraph to go to the end of the document or go back into the talkback menu and tap on move cursor to end. I think I'm doing the latter. So I'll swipe down, curve to the right, bring up the talkback menu, tap on editing, and tap on move cursor to end. Talkback menu. Ed now I'm going to tap on editing. Editing. And, and now I'm going to tap on move cursor to end. Move cursor to end. Two of five. And that's move what I want. Editing. And thanks to listen. Now I am at the end of my document and now I could either long press anywhere here and tap on paste or I could invoke the talkback menu and go tap on paste. Let's try the latter. Talkback menu. We'll tap on editing again. Editing options. One of nine. Editing. And we're going to find paste. Move, move cursor. Paste. Three of five. Paste. Pasted. Hello. Editing. All right, now I'm going to put my finger down and see if it can read for me the whole entire dictation. Editing, and thanks to listening to the Blind Android Users Podcast. I would like to thank you all for taking your time to listen to us on this beautiful weekend with Thanksgiving here in the United States of America. Again, we appreciate you for listening to us. Hello, edit box, note for note body. There was my hello at the end of my dictation, and there's a period between the word hello and the last word that we had prior to appending the word hello. That is how you go about editing using the traditional method if your phone does not have the multi-finger gestures. So Warren, I heard a casting rumor this week. Can you confirm that you are going to be guest starring in Mariam's commentary series and recording a few CSR episodes for us? That's what they were saying in Hollywood News and Vogue this week. I wish I could. You know, Mariam is my friend. And uh, I mean, we don't see eye to eye <laughs> when it comes to uh, CSR. But then, of course, she's doing a phenomenal job, and I don't think I'm qualified enough to even take that role. So I'll leave it to Austin, since he's the evangelist for CSR, and uh, he could be sitting in for Miriam whenever Miriam is not able to uh, do one of our CSR uh, series. Uh, Austin can easily slide in there and do that CSR demonstration or whatever that needs to be done. How about that? Ah, so you deny the casting rumours then. <laughs> I have no idea if Hollywood news actually exists. I know Vogue does. I can imagine Warren in the pages of Vogue. Um, hopefully Hollywood news does exist. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't think so. <laughs> well, you know, according to TMZ... <laughs> <laughs> You know it's real if if Warren shows up in TMZ, then you know it's real. <laughs> or, or ain't it cool news.com. That was always the film site that uh, we were looking at in our university days. Ah, uh, no, uh, no. I, I think we'll put Austin in there. Um, he is <laughs> he is the evangelist uh, for the CSR, and uh, uh, Austin, 
What's up with that? I think so. Let Maryam only do that series. I am not uh, qualified to do that series. Yeah, but you've been <laughs> evangelizing over it. I evangelize over uh, Android or TalkBack, and I can do whatever it takes because don't just do the talk. <laughs> you you need to walk the talk. Well, I, I looked at CSR again this week, and one thing I'm surprised that people don't talk about more is how annoying by default the typing experience is. So I'm typing a word, and if you have the key echo on, it won't say, if you're typing hello, it won't say H-E-L-L-O, and then confirm when you hit space. It goes H he hell hell hello and imagine how distracting that would be if you're trying to type anti-disestablishmentarianism or something a bit longer than hello <laughs> and uh, what, what i had to go what, what i had to go and do uh and it was on you know i should have done it anyway really because i don't like them is i had to go and kill all the suggestion and prediction settings on my keyboard so uh turn off the suggestion bar stop it trying to identify a misspelt word and just turn all of that absolutely off so there's no auto correct auto formatting going on at all and then csr behaves itself but for people who quite like those suggestion bars that must be kind of annoying but you notice what happens is that everything that TalkBack doesn't do right gets amplified, but people tend to put things under the rug, ugly stuff about CSR. You never hear those things because I, I tell you, that would be so annoying more than heck. And it was really annoying. <laughs> but I'm on, I, I go to the group, like the Telegram group for CSR. It's like, does anyone notice this? Yeah, that happens. Like, well, does, isn't anyone bothered? Like, no, because it's not talk back, and off. they would not talk about it because that's the <laughs> the ugly underbelly part of the CSR. <laughs> I go, oi, Lee, sort it out. It's really annoying. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. it's a little, it's a little bit verbose, uh, but I was able to strangle it, and I posted the fix. But uh, uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, you need to work out. I did it for Gboard. If you're using something else, you need to work out. How yeah, to but I do want to hear my predictions, so I'm not typing every freaking thing out. You know what I mean? I don't type. Uh, well. When I'm typing on my phone, uh, frankly, I don't complete a lot of the, the, the spellings because it the says what it is, and I simply hit the space bar to confirm. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't like the predictions anyway, and I was surprised there were bits of it I'd left turned on. So I, I, I turn off the suggestion bar, but it still had the um, <laughs> sort of the next word uh, and, and, and suggesty uh, autocorrecty thing on. So I um, I went in and strangled those. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it fixed it. But like you say, if you like the predictions, then that's going to be seriously painful. That, folks, is it for this week, Austin. How can people get in touch with us? So people can get in touch with us by visiting us on the website blindandroidusers.com. They can send in their questions by filling in the feedback form on the website or by emailing us, contact us at blindandroidusers.com. Subscribe to our mailing list, blindandroidusers, plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram, Twitter, Clubhouse, and the YouTube channel is in the show notes. So you can go there and check them out. That is it from us for episode 51. And do please write to us, by the way, if you want to be in our anniversary uh, one-year session. Uh, when's that? Is it the 18th? 18th December. 
Yeah. So write to us at uh, contact us at blindandroidusers.com. I think we've also got a form, but uh, either either way, uh, it was a cracking session last week. You can catch up with it on the podcast if you didn't join us live, but do do join us live for that pre because it's a Saturday before Christmas. So you don't want to bother doing Christmas shopping. You want to hang out with us. Uh, Christmas shopping on the 18th of December is a little bit early. You should leave it at least until the afternoon of the 24th. That's the time you want to be picking Christmas presents for your significant other. And I want to join Ed in thanking you guys. This is something we should have mentioned earlier, but thank you so much for participating in our 50th episode celebration and absolutely looking forward to seeing you guys participating with us, most especially in our one-year anniversary, which is going to be a very important one. And again, send us email if you want to be part of that celebration to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. The registration form for the 18th will be live later this week. Great. Okay. Brilliant. So email us in the meantime if you wanna if you wanna sign up or wait. Uh, yeah, as Doug says, wait later in the week and you can fill out the form. That's it for week. That's it for this week, folks. See you all next week. Bye, friends. And that has been another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. As always, we appreciate hearing from you. You send those email messages to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. For those My Android Journey stories, we encourage you to send those to myandroidjourney at blindandroidusers.com. Until we see you in our next episode, you have a wonderful day.